What is good, beautiful people? Here we go again, another episode of Cells Speaks Podcast. Listen, I hope you guys have been enjoying the episodes. You know what I mean? We are in the 30s now, you know, approaching the 40s. It's crazy, almost at my goal. But um, I hope in these episodes, man, you guys have really, really been getting some value. Um, you know, a lot of people have been hitting me up about different episodes. Some are the relationship-oriented ones. Some have been the finance-oriented ones. Um, man, you know, just again, you know, I, I just try to share what I know. And I know, uh, I know a few things. I love to read. I love people. I love finance, love music and stuff like that. And when I love something, I try to learn about it. And in turn, you know, try to translate that knowledge for you guys in ways that's accessible. So I hope you've been enjoying it. And I ask if you haven't already, you know what I mean? Please hit that subscribe button and um, also leave a review. You know what I mean? Whether it be that uh, you um, you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or, you know what? If you're listening to this podcast right now, shoot me a text or hit me up on my Instagram and be like, yo, I'm listening to your most recent episode and you said shoot you a text. So I'm shooting you a text. So do that. You know what I mean? I just, I love to connect with you guys and, you know, hear what you guys think and your feedback and stuff like that. So I hope everybody is doing well. Um, I'm at a a very interesting place in my life right now. And it's kind of something that sparked this, this podcast. I'm at a place right now where I really want to regain full control of my life. And I say that to say like, you know, I mean, in getting married and having a child and just all these major life changes, you know, I mean, you kind of fall into patterns, habits, you start doing things or you stop doing things that you were doing. You know, I mean, living in a an apartment, you know, I mean, it's very different from what it was like living in a house and then leaving an apartment to now moving to a house. It's like there's just so many changes and, you know, you you sometimes establish routines that were based on your environment and your circumstance. And when those things change, you just find yourself just kind of everywhere. And that's just kind of how I, how, where I'm at right now, like taking a step back, doing a, an overview of my life as it is right now and saying, okay, how can I, you know, regain that mojo? Or you know what? Maybe saying this out loud, maybe it's not even something I need to regain but maybe it's like, okay, we need to create something new that's sustainable and, and, and works with having a child, a wife, you know, all these new responsibilities. Because I'm going to tell you guys, man, kids will destroy whatever routine or whatever kind of set thing that you had going. Yeah, they destroy that immediately. You know what I mean? From when they're in the young years, you know, they don't sleep straight through the night. And so that already will throw you off. Um and then, uh, you know, even now my son is two years old, but like there'll be stretches where he sleeps wonderfully through the night, which just allows me to do whatever I have to do. But then there are the nights where like he'll just wake up at four, wants to eat. Then three hours later, wakes up again, wants to eat. And sometimes when you say to yourself, OK, I'm going to go to sleep at like 11 and wake up at 630. But then that night, you know, you woke up at three, then you woke up at six. It's like kind of throws you off. And, you know, I ain't going to make no excuses because people out here are going through that and they are still doing what they got to do. So no excuses, right? Just like that episode in the podcast, no excuses. I ain't going to make no excuses. So um, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys the things I'm going to do. And uh, that way you guys can kind of hold me accountable. You know, whenever you see me, like, hey, 
Are you sticking to your goals? Are you sticking to your plans? Are you sticking to your routine? And I'll be honest, and that's going to keep me focused. But, you know, I started with that. Um, and even in my flow, right, the most important thing that I've always tried to do is, you know, wake up, connect to God, pray, and really separate that time. And as I got busier and busier and stuff like that, it's like the time I was spending kind of dwindled it, it or changed. It didn't dwindle, it changed. So instead of like waking up early in the morning and, all right, you know what I mean, praying 30, 30 minutes, reading the Bible, stuff like that, it kind of turned into, all right, I'm waking up, but I'm kind of just talking to God all throughout the day. And the real subject of this podcast is kind of that place that all Christians reach where, you know, you've been communicating with God in whichever way he chooses to communicate. So for me, I actually literally talk to God and God talks to me back. But that's something like I prayed for, I asked for, and I had to learn. And I think I talk about it in one of my earlier episodes in the podcast. But that's literally something that I prayed for and I asked for and God taught me, showed me. And, you know, that's just something I'm able to do. But even in that, like, there are moments where God is silent. And I know there are, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine, and we were talking about how, you know, you just want to serve God, and you just want to really just do what he's asking you to do, and just be, you know, who he wants you to be. And sometimes we're just like, all right, Lord, you know, should I go in this direction, that direction, give me a sign, or, you know, show me the way, or, you know, help me do what I'm supposed to do. And it's like, we get nothing and it becomes frustrating because at your heart of hearts, you're really just trying to serve the Lord and, and do the right thing. You're just, you know, trying to make God proud. And you're just like, look, I will turn left if you want me to turn left, but just tell me that's what you want me to do. And um, I really just felt like addressing that. So, you know, for all of my atheists out there who are listening, hey, don't leave. Hang, hang, hang on, hang, hang, hang on, hang, hang with us, hang with us. Um, But I will say this, like, so... The first time or in the event that you've been praying consistently, you've been communicating with God consistently, and all of a sudden it feels like God goes silence. Sometimes what you have to do is a lot simpler than you think. It's not necessarily that you may have to go on a fast or pray even harder or you know, withhold this or withhold that. I mean, sometimes if that's what you're feeling your spirit to do, you know, sometimes that's what you have to do. But sometimes it's a simpler thing. And it's do the last thing that God told you to do. One thing that I've noticed with my walk with God is that God doesn't really tend to repeat himself much. He'll say it. He may say it again. He may say it that final third time. But after that, it's like, you know. And so what tends to happen is like when you come up to God and you're like, oh, God, whatever, whatever, what should I do or how should I move? He just kind of brings back to your memory that last thing he told you to do. And so I'll be transparent. Like for me, myself, like I know there are certain things that I have to give up in order to go to certain levels in my life. And I've kind of just been like dragging that. You know, what I mean, like I know I should have been man. I have moments where I do like, oh, boom. Yeah, I'm good for a week. And then like you know, life happens and you get stressed and then you just kind of go back to whatever your stress relievers were or whatever, you know, the things that you do to kind of escape. And I know these are things I'm like, I'm supposed to let go. You know what I mean? Like, I know nothing. I'm not talking about anything super crazy, but I know these are things I'm supposed to let go. Um, And I just kind of don't. 
and I'm, it's you guys. Yeah, if y'all listen to podcasts, y'all found me at this point. So I mean, it's simple. It's just video games. You know what I mean? I don't play video games a ton. I really don't. But every now and then when I just want to kind of take a break and just escape from what's going on in my everyday world, I just will play a game of 2K. I will, you know, uh, probably play a little iPad game. Just something to just kind of escape from the moment. But it's like it's something God has told me, hey, I need you to kind of let this go if you want to go and do some of the things that I have for you. And I kind of drag that. Right. And then there are now moments where I'm like, all right, Lord, you know, I have my studies, I have that, 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 and I want to do this, I want to do that. And I'm like kind of looking for direction, and it's quiet. And I'm like, Lord, what's up? And I don't hear anything, but I'm reminded again, hey, I asked you to let that go, and you didn't. And if you continue to hold on to it, you will lose or miss out on the opportunities that I've been holding for you, that are waiting for you, but if you continue to entertain these things, then you're just going to miss out. And so you keep asking me for direction and I'm giving you direction, but you're just not heeding it. And that happens to a lot of us. You know, I mean, God will tell us, hey, get out of that relationship or, you know, move over to this place or, you know, get out of this program that you're in. Quit your job or apply for that job. Talk to this person. Forgive that person. Go talk to a relative that you haven't spoken to in a long time. Forgive this person. Stop having sex. Um, be be kinder to the people around you. Know, God will tell us and put certain things on our hearts to do, but we just kind of out of our stubbornness and out of our humanness just kind of don't heed it. And then we get frustrated when God doesn't respond to us when we're calling out to him. Not realizing like, hey, if God is just constantly talking, talking, talking to you and you're not listening, it's not that he stops talking. It's just that you've mastered the ability to tune him out. And see, when you do that, you're robbing yourself. And that's one thing I've learned. Like God never stops talking ever. He talks a lot. But we as human beings get really, really good at muting that voice. You know, you just don't listen for a while. And so even though God said it, and you know, you know, you we always usually know. But we just get so good at just uh, put it off, ignore it, don't pay as much attention. And, and then it catches up and it adds up. And and I want people like when you reach that place of frustration and you're kind of like, yo, you know, I've been reaching out to God, I've been praying, and I just can't understand why God's not talking to me. It's like, go back to the last thing that he asked you to do. What was the last thing that God asked you to do? What is the last thing that he put on your heart to do? Did you do it? What's that thing that he told you, hey, I need you to be faithful with this for a while? Like, I'm going to give you this thing, and I need you to be faithful with it, over it, consistently for a while. Did you do that? And nine times out of 10, when that silence from God comes, it's because when he was talking, you weren't listening. So what do you do with this event? You go back to the last thing that God put on your heart, the last thing that he asked you to do, and you move forward with that. And sometimes, sometimes it may not even be that you're not doing it. Sometimes it's that I just need you to keep doing it. So it's like, you know, think of an army general. Like if I told you, hey, I need you to continue to patrol the castle. And I've been patrolling the castle for a week now. And I go back to the general and I'm like, hey, old general, 
um, what do I do now? Like, I've been patrolling the castle. What do I do? And he's like, mm, you know, he the same thing. That doesn't mean do anything. It doesn't mean that I give myself new orders. It just means continue to do what you were last told. So if the last thing that you were told was, hey, I need you to wake up at this time in the morning and I need you to read these books and I need you to put this time in, then keep doing that until you're told to do something different. Don't switch up. And as you'll see, you'll realize like, that's the beauty I, I think that I love when it comes to just listening to the things that God asks to do. Because God will ask us to do things that are just so different from what we're used to. But really, these are things that are focused on building our character and building who we are. So God will ask us to do things. And when we are obedient and we do these things, they prepare us for the level that we're aiming for or for the more that he has waiting for us. But when you don't listen, when you're not obedient, what happens is you now reach opportunities that have been waiting for you that will kind of just come again and again and again, but you're not going to be ready. And again, I can I can testify to this. I don't even think a testify is a word. I can testify to this. You know what I mean? Oh, I meant to say I can attest. That's what I was thinking. But I can attest to this. Like there have been situations where I, I promise you God has put me in again and again and again. And just saying this, I'm not even gonna lie. It's a little embarrassing because, you know what I mean? I try to be on top of my game and do what I'm supposed to do. But guys, I'm human. Like I don't get everything right. There's a lot of things I get wrong. I try to get what I can get right, right. And the things I get wrong, I get them wrong. It is what it is. But even those things, right? Like I'm, I, as it comes to mind, like there have been opportunities that I've just been in one, two, three, four times. And you're thinking to yourself like, all right, you know what I mean? That's it. I'm not going to end up in that situation again. I figured it out. You go through it the first time and you weren't ready. And God says, hey, do this. And you kind of do it, but kind of don't. Second time it comes around, it's like, oh my gosh. And you realize you're repeating the same mistakes, the same scenario again and again and again. So my thing to you, right, and not just speaking to you guys, speaking to myself is, listen, when God speaks to you that first time, do it the first time. Like, don't fight that. Do it the first time. And by doing it the first time, you sit there and you avoid repeating the lesson again and again and again. And so, see, these are the moments where God becomes silent because he's like, hey, I've told you to do X, Y, Z multiple times and you haven't done X, Y, Z. And I've told you to do ABC multiple times and you haven't done ABC. And now you're coming up to me and you're saying to me, hey, Lord, what should I do? How should I move forward? And God's like, yo, why should I tell you to do more things when you haven't even done the old things? Right. And that's what I'm talking about when I say, like, when God goes silent. You need to go back and do the things that he asked you to do because you're going to see the consequences for not listening the first time. And that's the thing. Like God is a, a, a graceful and a generous God. You know, what I mean, like you will get your chances. And, you know, even me, I feel like even in my situations, you know, my opportunity to remedy that certain situation that I'm thinking about. Man, I've gotten a couple of chances. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I may, I may not have another chance, but I think I will. I think I will. And I'm working hard to learn my lesson so that I just don't repeat it. And I think it's just a matter of holding yourself accountable, surrounding yourself with the right people who will, you know, be like, hey, because guys, listen, nobody in life makes it alone. Like, we don't make it alone. That's why you have people who are at the top of their field and they have coaches 
gym coach, strength, strength coach, trainer, you know what I mean? Um, you have therapists, you have all these different people who invest in you because it just makes the journey easier. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to be honest with yourself and it's like, all right, if I on my own have been given this responsibility or this mission to do and I haven't been doing it, then maybe I shouldn't keep trying to just do it on my own. Maybe I should get help. Maybe I should get outside resources, outside people to make sure that I do what I say I'm going to do. And, you know, you start with training rules. It's like riding a bike. You know what I mean? You ride your bike with training rules and as you get better at it, then you take it off. So maybe it's that you just need to surround yourself with people who will help you do what you need to do. And, or maybe it's a person. And once you get the hang of it and you develop a solid routine and you got it and you're good, then you, you know, you take off the training rules. And I say that to say, like, it again, again, relates to your walk with God. In those moments where God has said to you, hey, move this way, move that way, move left, move right, and you've been struggling to do it. If it's that much of a struggle for you to just hold yourself accountable and do what you have to do, then you know what? Hit up the people that are closest to you and be like, look, this is something that God put on my heart. This is something I know God has called me to do. I'm just kind of struggling to do it. But I know this is something I need to do because that is the most important thing. You know what I mean? Especially if you are someone who has a real belief in God, you know what I mean? And your faith is, is strong or you're trying to strengthen your faith. You really want to be moving in the direction that he wants you to move. And I think sometimes like we get so caught in the fact that like, you know, it's not this big, super huge thing. Like, you know, okay, God has asked me to do this little thing. And because he's asking me to do this little thing, it's something I don't have to pay attention to. And it's like, no, that's actually farthest from the truth. Because even the Bible says, he that is faithful over a few will be faithful over much. So what you have to understand is like those little things that God's asking you to do. Yeah, you got to do them. Which is also why when you don't do those little things and the silence comes, that's why it becomes so much more frustrating. That's why. And and sometimes the silence is not necessarily there because you did something wrong. Sometimes it's a test. Sometimes, you know, I mean, the silence is like because, listen, either it's like, hey, you got this. Like, you know, I got you. Go ahead. Keep moving. Or sometimes the silence is be still. It. I'm not going to sit here and be like one of those people who claim to have all of the clearest answers or the, the, the clearest glass when it comes to interpreting every moment of God's silence. Because sometimes... Sometimes you're doing what you're supposed to do and sometimes you're being obedient and sometimes you've been sticking to your routine and you're praying and you're asking God like, okay, you know, how should I move? And you don't get an answer. And it's frustrating. It's super frustrating. And I've been there. And in those instances, like that one that I'm describing, sometimes I'm just still and I'm like, all right, if you don't tell me to move, I'm not going to move until you tell me to move. And until you tell me to do something, then I will. And sometimes I just wait. And so there's, there's multiple things like you look back and say, OK, have I done the things that he's asked me to do already? Have I been faithful over the little that he's put in my hand? And if you can honestly in your heart say yes to that, then then say, OK, you know what? Maybe whatever it is I'm asking for, I'm praying for. Maybe now's not the time. And maybe my answer will come later. Maybe it will not come at the time that I want it, but it will come at the time when it's necessary. And that's the thing, like God's timing is never our timing, but it's always the perfect timing. So like, I want everybody to understand, like, just because you're, you're, you're praying and you're seeking God and you're asking God and you're not getting answers 
as quickly as you want them, it's not that God is ignoring you. It just may not be time yet, or it may be that the answer is coming in a way that you haven't seen it. Or it could be that God's already given you the answer, but you just kind of don't want to accept it. Like I've known many people who, yeah, I know I'm not supposed to be with this person, but I keep asking God if this relationship should work. And it's like, why are you asking God when you already know? Like if you already know that that person's not good for you, why are you asking? You know what I mean? Like if you know that the relationship is not beneficial, if it's not healthy, why even sit there and start begging God like how you should move forward? No, you know. And so sometimes the silence is not because there's no answer. Sometimes the silence is because you know the answer, but you just don't want to move. So, I mean, I can go on and on about this, but I I want to keep this succinct. Yeah, I'm using my big words today. But more so in the sense of like, listen, when you, with this walk with God, with your with your relationship with God, you will deal with God's silence. And that's what I'm going to call this podcast, God's silence. And God's silence doesn't mean that he's mad at you. doesn't mean that you did something wrong. doesn't mean that you're this horrible person. It just means that this is God's silence. And the reasons for God's silence vary. They can be because he asked you to do something and you haven't done it and you haven't been faithful over what he's asked you for. They can be because at this moment, you know, you're going through a test and you just have to hang tough. They could be because... It's just not time yet. And just to be still, it could be because you've already been given an answer and you just kind of ignore it. And in those situations as well, too, I always have this prayer and I'm like, Lord, I need an answer. But if you've already given me an answer, if you've already answered me, remind me of the answer or please show it to me in a way that I can understand or show it to me again. Because, you know, sometimes we may see that answer and and we might miss it. Or sometimes we see the answer and we just ignore it and we forget about it over time. And we come to God like we didn't just ask him like two weeks ago about the same thing. But sometimes I say, hey, Lord, you know, I, maybe I forgot about it. You know, what I mean, hit me, hit me again. You know, like show me again. Remind me. And I promise you, he answers. He he, he comes to in that aspect. And so for, you know, you guys out there who are praying and you have these major moves or these major steps that you want to take with your life and you're not sure what to do and you're praying and you're not really getting the feedback that you are from God, go through the list. What's the last thing that God asked you to do? Have you been faithful in that? All right. Has he given you an answer and you just didn't want it? Okay. Can you just wait and be patient and wait till he does answer you? Go through those. And if you feel like you've done all those three things and none of that's worked, then Hey, expand your prayer circle. Get some people that you know who pray for real, for real. And yeah, pray together. They pray for you separately. I promise you, God's silence always has a purpose. And sometimes just walking in the Christian faith, it can be a challenge to navigate through it. But never, never, ever feel like God's silence is a reproach or he don't like you or he don't love you. It's never, ever, ever, ever that. Never, ever that. It always has a purpose. We just don't see it or understand it until way, way, way after the fact. And that's sometimes the thing with God. Like, God is a God that can't be appreciated until it's hindsight. Like, we really can't truly appreciate God to his fullest until hindsight. And it just is what it is. Because he's doing so many things now that we don't see come to fruition until much later on. And therein lies the blessing. So I hope this has helped someone. I hope this has been a blessing to someone. 
You know what I mean? I'm not even gonna lie. I've been, I've been talking to myself, so it's been a blessing to me. And hey guys, you already know what it is. I love you guys. It's always a pleasure. Hit me up. Send this to a couple people that you know could benefit from it. Self speaks. We out. Be blessed. Thank you.